Mommy Track Daddy Whispers podcast is now called Birth Agni podcast. Welcome to Mommy Track Daddy Whispers podcast season 3. The second thing is the mother has not slept well in the night. The baby was howling, the baby was crying. The mother, if suppose she had a C-section, she is not able to move her body. She has pain. She must be tiring because she had birth by herself with no help around. But still immediately she is able to cut a cord, she is able to take care of the baby, feed the baby. stay for that at least for next 2 to 3 hours for the sunrise to come and then come out hello welcome my name is divya i am a certified lactation counselor and on the podcast you learn about the crux of pregnancy labor birth breastfeeding and your health all to ensure a positive memorable birth experience as well as an optimal postpartum journey which is the journey as a new mother from the last episode that spoke of birth and the importance of uncovering who you are in order to prepare for labor and birth and if you do not get the spiritual angle i get it write to me we have examples of spiritual births and they are increasing with awareness and you can reach there too in this episode however we take a leap and jump onto breastfeeding August 1st to 7th is World Breastfeeding Awareness Week and this episode is dedicated to that. Two lactation counselors Sharada from Coimbatore and myself sit together to share with you all what we have been seeing in our practice as the gaps in breastfeeding support. At the end of this episode you would know what common problems mothers face with breastfeeding and what is the ultimate solution. Sharada is associated with two hospitals and runs her own practice by the name of Mom Space. a place to share learn and connect and here we go hi sharada how are you hi divya good morning thank you thank you so much for this opportunity and uh, i feel really grateful on this specific week actually is a breastfeeding week and i'm really happy to connect with lot of mothers here and yeah and you're doing a very great job using like the podcast and releasing what is happening in labor which is actually not spoken much Yes we were right before this uh, conversation speaking about all the problems we face to just bring that awareness correct correct there is like uh, there are a lot of mothers who have no idea okay they have never seen any mothers breastfeeding like the initial days also they have not seen any mothers even their own sisters they lock inside the room and go and feed so they have no idea how what is the breast for now i think uh, this week is an awareness week we have to spread the word to the mothers so thank you once again for this opportunity thank you sharda for coming on board and what special is happening i've been seeing your videos that you've been going to the remotest places and uh, talking about breastfeeding and how has the response been yeah so actually like um, the other days as usual everybody are busy with your life you know when it comes like something happens or any special day or any special week something i thought okay let's go and reach the tribals 
outskirts yeah. so they are like yeah. a very small uh, village set up people who stay outside the city you know they just come like one or two days to the primary healthcare center that is close by so i thought why don't we go and reach them so once uh, when i went there and we had around four to five village people uh, we had their families we had the pregnant moms who had come and the doctors were really really like uh, supporting me and they said no ma'am you have to come let's uh, give a try so we had no idea we thought only maybe five to 10 might come so it was like a huge crowd we had around 50 to 60 and they were really really happy you know they were like surprised okay there is something they they feel like breast is something you're not supposed to be talking outside yes you know yeah the stigma yes attached, and yeah. uh, they were like crowds of men as well but once i started to take out the breast outside i mean the <laughs> model outside mm-hmm. and talk and he slowly started to move they were listening but still they like they have in the mind okay it is something for the women why do we need to stay you know so i felt then i said uh, okay i think this is need to be for the men as well because you have uh, wife you have your ch- own children who are birthing at home if you if you can hear me what i am saying then you would be like really useful for the others as well you can educate your own family members right and they were like yes. slowly opening up okay okay it is for the men as well okay they were fine but still they were not able to come and mingle with the women and sit or even the husbands were there but still they didn't want to come and sit with the wife so they were outside then i said okay it is okay but still you're hearing something what i am telling so i had a very uh, they were very loving mothers you know and even the mothers who had their first baby uh, they were like telling me i was just giving them quizzes like how many uh, years should you breastfeed your baby and they were like Three months, six months. Slowly, they were telling. I was like, three months, six months. Okay, how many years did your grandparents feed your mother or your parents? They were like four years, six years. You know, the months was like years. And then I said, why not now? When they said the milk is not enough, I said, no, don't tell me that milk is not enough. You are bearing your baby for nine to ten months, like forty weeks, forty-two weeks. Your baby is. You are able to make your body to birth a baby. so how strong you should be like your body is ready for the breastfeeding as well and they were saying like uh, we have no idea how to feed they were mother saying i was scared to hold my baby when the baby was out you know they are they are going for natural labor they don't like it's a very mm. small village setup they are laboring yeah. at home all that is happening but when it is coming to breastfeeding they have no idea because earlier days it was like the same setup house they had three four sisters the grandmother was also feeding the last daughter also was feeding their sisters were um, feeding each other's baby and now they tell yes. us why why are you not wet nursing now what is the issues why are you not able to so this is where some of the, some of the discussions i had a very common discussion and they were say no they said infections will come how infection because your sisters feeding the elder ones uh, baby they, they will start to spread infection it seems and i said uh, from where did you see all this they were they were just thinking and somebody was telling in television somebody in radio you know all somebody was saying no my uh, some neighbor of mine was telling all that it said no mm-hmm. this is not going to happen that way you know uh, yeah. just imagine that you're taking like your baby is crying open your breast to give the milk it is like fata fata yes. your brain is not yes yeah just imagine your baby is crying you have to console the baby go boil the water mix something and give there is a difference right 
they had no idea even an adopted child can be fed like breastfed and i said yeah we have some procedures they were like oh, okay okay <laughs> i said okay how lovely yeah, you know such an innocent people you know they were like okay this is going to happen then okay yeah. it was very nice connecting with them yeah the good thing that that comes out from this is that uh, you know they had faith in what you were saying they were ready to receive completely completely despite all this yeah all the information i'm amazed because now that you uh, we we always say as lactation counselors that since we have not seen our our generation has not seen our mothers feeding for 5 years 6 years we feel oh my god 6 months is a time that has to be endured otherwise um, i mean it was naturally being done with wet nursing like you said someone else feeding someone else's baby because they are lactating right now they have a small baby so that is happening and despite that all this false news is being propagated everywhere so probably television is not the best source for you to learn labor or breastfeeding google is not definitely <laughs> three even radio and all these spaces probably there where there aren't experts who are giving you this information right. is not the right place for you to learn exactly definitely reach out the mothers also was very happy when i said the fathers need to be there in your breastfeeding journey they were like how how wow <laughs> how mm. what can a man do i said no he can be near you he can help you out he can relax you out you can keep talking to him and it is not a yeah. place that you have all wifi and all that so what will happen the mother is left alone inside the room right so i said yes. if like in the city you have your phone with you <laughs> we have some yeah. companionship So true. The father can also be included, and the mothers were very happy to hear that. Okay, the men also can be included. We are not alone. Absolutely beautiful the way you yeah you got men involved and you spoke to them and said probably it's not just the mother. You have a role to play even in breastfeeding. Help with the household. Help with help the mother with anything she needs. She's thirsty or anything like that. Wow, wow, of course, of course. In the night, you it's not like every day we are prepared, right? So sometimes we forget a water bottle. So sometimes it's not there. You can help them. Like uh, they feel like the men, they come from work. They have to take rest, and we have to take care of the baby. So that uh, makes them like uh, go crazy later days because they are not able to handle. They are not able to handle. the hormones is like that it is happening what is inside of our body something is like going up and down that becomes very difficult for their handle when you don't have anybody to talk no family support you know that uh, makes them go really really crazy like in the future at the end there are a lot like they don't want like they don't want to have a second baby and all those comes up right yeah even even the nausea pressures yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. lot generation. they face yeah yeah to know that uh, breastfeeding problems can be solved and there are experts that you can take knowledge from and men can be all all that is crucial and um, you know uh, uh, the the fact that you went to the remotest parts and talked about it and realized that even there the traditional knowledge has been hampered with advertising and and one of the questions that i often get shada we were talking about this also that you know why is the future generation um sorry the older generation um always skeptic about the milk supply of the of the mother like for example our mothers my sister my own mother was very skeptic oh you might not have a good supply why not supplement from day one where is that coming from and we talked about the advertising and everything would would you like to elaborate on it yes uh so actually i would like to start 
so when to educate yourself uh, for breastfeeding you know so many asked me uh, breastfeeding is only after birthing why do we know to learn about in the pregnancy so why is it important to learn during the pregnancy i had put a post also in the first day of um, the breastfeeding week so it was like i would like to tell with an example so morning the mother has delivered the baby we will say for example today morning okay so what i do okay today morning you have delivered for so that day they will not need any support they will try okay i'm going to do something with the baby and they will be doing it something in the hospital or with the support of the nurse or family everybody around so tomorrow morning they call me and they say we need some support so i go there so what happens that one day completely it is gone the first thing the second thing is the mother has not slept well in the night the baby was howling the baby was crying the mother if suppose she had a c section she is not able to move her body yes she has pain yes. so she has a urine tube like attached to her and there if i go and sit for an hour and educate them this is how you need to carry your baby this is how you need to latch your baby the baby is howling and crying and the baby is not able to latch the already the baby was on formula for the first one day because here it is easily available in the hospital nicus yes everywhere you know? yeah the baby is crying we tell the we tell everybody see the first day the baby will cry second day yes third day yes you know till the baby gets like okay feel safe they are crying for some reason it is not only for the milk for sleep they want to stretch out their body Yeah. so those times what happens the mothers are like they are already following the television they are already following somebody is telling them okay if you yeah, this bottle is there like you know i don't say there's anything wrong into that if a mother is not able to feed definitely we need it i cannot go and say no you have to give only the breast milk to the mother yeah. or if the mother is like saying i don't want to breastfeed there are mothers who say i don't want to breastfeed mm. okay the how much of a importance like the breast milk is for the baby same important is your emotional wellness yes if the mother is not ready let us not push you or force you yeah we will tell the benefits to you after that you decide yes sometimes you know? that information is not there you do not know yeah. it's it's beneficial for your own well-being also and it's beneficial for the baby and probably in, the, in that first two hours that you're speaking of we do not know that there are different ways breast milk can be given to the baby and latching on can be solved without just quickly going to the easier solution that is out there and the the the, the disadvantages of that is also not spoken about easily right so for example when your baby is birthed in a in a home setup so earlier days it was everything was a home setup yeah so i had uh, my grandmother telling me a story uh she was telling there was a maid at my home and what happened her husband was drunk and he didn't come home that day so she herself birthed a baby it was in the midnight she birthed a oh. baby by herself wow. and she had a normal night which she cut cut to the vegetables a normal thing and uh, our place is like totally we have tea leaves yeah. so people go to cut the tea leaves with that knife right that yeah. kind of small sickle, knife sickle yeah yes yeah, sickle that one so mm. with that she had cut umbilical cord everything is ready like she done everything by herself Wow. How that immediately the milk comes up. How that confidence came. No hospital set up, no doctors, everything no was done. Yeah, morning yeah. she's coming with the baby. My I was surprised. Wow. And I was like, my god, <laughs> I think this story <laughs> need to be told to the mothers. 
yes that that yeah. kind of a birth is possible where you, you can get up the next day and probably move around with the baby your body is designed to take care of the baby after birth probably not do anything else because it's recovering but yes i, the baby I totally is... understand how like how is that uh, mother's mindset her body she must be really tiring yes must be tiring because she had birth by herself with no help around but still immediately she is able to cut a cord she is able to take care of the baby feed the baby stay for that at least for next 2 to 3 hours for the sunrise to come and then come out i would understand i'm, I'm just going through her like in my mind i'm going through as her mother how would it be yeah you know true right and uh, the elders also now they have started watching the televisions or now they have started going out for any uh, like any like get togethers so what do they generally discuss they talk about their grandchildren they talk about their children okay so when so happened and uh, my baby, my daughter is not able to feed so automatically they don't talk about stories like this you know those days we used to do like that what do they say did you check that one they are already giving some powders there you can go and collect it yes it's easier it's available you know all this comes because of the lifestyle changes happening and now it is only one single child at home mm. they they actually they are aware that the breast milk is needed for the baby but still the other side it makes them like a bit confused or stabilize their mind okay yes. this breast milk is enough for my grandchild you yes. know though the mothers are like aware okay breast milk we have to give them the pressures that is there from the outside more than pressures we can say suggestions from outside ah okay why don't you give it in the night the baby will sleep well so what is happening for example today the first, uh, morning you had delivered your baby so the first 2 hours or 3 hours you have not given the baby anything okay then said the baby is not come for skin to skin also baby is not uh, near the mother or the other baby has some issues it's in the nsc the mother and the baby are separated what happens that minute of 3 hours you have to secrete something if the baby has come to you secretion will start so you already as depressed at secretions right by giving something else then after that what will happen again towards once the time is like now from 3 hours it's gone to 5 hours yeah the entire day then the day then again no secretion next day continuous formula yeah and then probably there is uh, uh engorgement there is pain there is tightness there is fever and sometimes the mothers don't even know that probably the first day the baby was not fed the milk was there which was assumed to be not there yes. milk was there i had the case the same case last week divya so <laughs> thank you for telling me that so in the hospital what happened after delivering they have given that uh, secretion tablets for three times per day secretion tablets secretion already. tablets so she has already okay. taken the first secretion tablet but the baby has not come to the breast And she was telling me, mother-in-law was telling me that uh, the baby is crying, so I have to go and give something. So I have filled the baby with the formula feed. But still, secretion uh, tablets are going on with the mother. So when I went and saw, the baby has not come to the breast because it was really hard. The baby is not able to open the mouth and hold the breast because it was really, really hard. Yeah. So painful. It was so red in color. It was like a rock. the mother is not able to even unzip her clothes it was so hard so what so they had also suggestions saying you pump it out 
it's very difficult to pump with the breast <laughs> just imagine na huh? just imagine <laughs> you have some it's like a rock you're unable to even unzip how how will you take a pump and pump it out or imagine and they've already tried squeezing the breast taking out the milk and all that so it was like total damage total damage then we have to go and sit with them talk to them give them some massages calm them yeah. down and then they were able to feed the baby yeah so it was like almost 5 days the first 3 days baby has not taken they had come for help around fourth day and then we have to lessen the engorgement then calm the mother calm the baby and then go for the fifth day right mm-hmm. so if you are educated during your pregnancy about all this how to initiate your breastfeeding what support a family can give them know your breast during your pregnancy or able to take back see your breast check if you have a flat nipples check you have an inverted nipples extremely check. important yes check. so that is all happening after birthing that is happening after birthing that is the very sad part and probably not even after birthing probably you've gone home and my friend she had this problem one of the nipples was inverted and the other was fine first the latch was not proper so she had soreness that information that that information takes 5 minutes to be given to a new mother that this is how the latch can be corrected then goes on the practice with her the mother is able to achieve it it can zero down the problems that can come later first she had cracked nipples that went on for at least a month later she realized why the baby is drinking only from one breast because the other one is inverted and she can work on it this can be solved and she was like oh my god had i known all of this and i had i known that these problems are normal can exist and can be solved i would have reached out to help earlier yes to reach out know that there is this information available and find 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 support right. like you said in pregnancy right if you are aware what is happening to your own body like there are mothers who really feel guilty that they are not able to have or like they were like i think there is some problem with my breast I think exactly. uh, my breast is very big for my baby's mouth. I think the nipple size is very big for my baby's mouth. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is what happened to my client yesterday. She called me up from the hospital and she was like, "I my baby is not latching on. He is only latching on for 3 minutes." I said, "3 minutes is good enough. Continue. Keep trying. Keep trying." He's latching on for 3 minutes. There's a 110% chance he'll latch on. You know, the the support team told her that the nipples are smaller for the baby's mouth. now it was it only took me a minute to remind her remember nipple has no role it it has no role in latching on it has to be elastic and that yours is we had already assessed so she was calm and then she kept trying kept trying and it happened it happened and and uh, i will say the mother also need to put on some effort you know they are lying down we are going and doing something and coming <clears throat> and they like when you are doing the baby is latching when i am trying it is not coming ma'am so i was like no <laughs> it will come you are the mother we are just some support system for you at the back so you are doing everything i am just helping you out yeah and they will be like okay i am doing something see once you go to a doctor for a fever or cold or whatever to again go back for a review right the doctor will tell you like wait for 5 days come back for a review we are not asking you to come back for a review directly at least give a phone review what is happening so when that is not given we are not able to follow with what is happening with the mother and the baby 
and after a month or two when they come back so as i was discussing with you earlier also yeah. and we have no idea what happened for the last few months so i had a mother uh, like uh, she was um, like put on an information saying that we need to have lot of protein foods and uh, what she did uh, for the same day she had cabbage eggs uh, nuts uh, peanuts milk you know the same day she had after post lunch so what happened the baby was crying the whole night gases issues you know when an information is given make sure that suits you yes what i have consumed from my birth is different from what you have consumed in your place right divya yes i need rice hmm. south i need rice so you need rotis i cannot stay with rotis you cannot stay with rice so it's two different things so whatever our family like we are cooking at home and if you follow that definitely it is more than enough for your baby and the baby has had only that of in course. the entire pregnancy the baby is used to your diet and if it's a balanced diet the balance has to be there in everything so the way the, the information we consume uh, what are the pros what are the cons when that should be taken how much of it is required those questions need to be asked and as lactation educators and counselors we give you that piece of information we empower you with that knowledge as to how to assess any information that comes your way right either you know right after you've delivered <coughs> and that that advice that comes in from all corners you'll be able to assess all of that and be empowered and know that when when it's wrong when it puts you in a guilty space it's not right for you you need to get it from somebody who doesn't put you in a guilty space and helps you we also have lot of google gurus there so they come with lot of questions saying that and they have i don't say it's wrong yes you can but analyze which is whether it is going to suit you and your family actually i had a mother who was paralyzed she was a paralyzed mother so she was not able to hold a baby and the mother's support was there her mother's support was there so at that point and she was asking me whether whether like i can go for pumps how do i pump and keep i said yes if it like if you really need it at that point i can i cannot come and say no 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 you have to breastfeed only you cannot pump exactly yeah individualized care what works for you because unless yes. the mother is happy the baby is not going to be happy there is so much more to breastfeeding than just giving nutrition what suits you are you okay are you okay to feed think for yourself you know your 9 months you are planning so many things for the baby coming okay what kind of room setup i need to go for the baby what is happening mm-hmm. but are you ready with your breastfeeding plans yeah get yourselves ready with that yeah. so once you're ready with that then yes the breastfeeding journey becomes very very smooth and happy yeah you know what works for you in your setup and it doesn't have to be like someone else right so- yeah and then you can filter down that information that unsolicited advice that comes to you without feeling guilty oh my god should i have done this should i have done something else probably this would have helped me now that you know okay this is how things work this is my situation i have already before giving birth have like you said have a breastfeeding plan when i know that you know this is these are my likes and dislikes this will keep me happy i am in a good happy space with what i'm following and if if it doesn't work probably i'll follow up similar different path and i have someone to guide me right even the sibling breastfeeding journey is not the same your first child birth uh, breastfeeding journey and the second child breastfeeding journey is not the same 
so nobody can say like my sister i had uh, and everything is an example for me because uh, <laughs> when i went it was like uh, my sister is very thin but she fed her baby very nicely we had no problem i'm i'm okay my body is okay uh, i'm not very thin like her, but still i'm not able to feed but you both though your sisters you both are different it doesn't mean that you need to be fat enough to feed it doesn't mean you need to have a big breast to feed it is all like once you educate yourself then it becomes very easier easier postpartum is filled with all that information that suddenly comes to you because there is a baby involved there is another human being whose responsibility you have and then it becomes all the more difficult because a your hormones are coming back to a balance so they they are in a you know there's a surge of those hormones and you're going to feel low you're going to there's going to be sleeplessness in in the start and before a pattern sets in and then that pattern also goes for a toss and then another pattern comes in before the baby is you know grows into um, a big enough to have a specific pattern um, right so yeah all that time becomes really difficult for you to have that faith you know like we were discussing that some of the times when that information is not given to you in the pregnancy you will not have the time to a process the information that all of a sudden comes to you along with other information that you're being given with that faith and unless there is faith in this this it will become difficult to get problem solved because there has to be a faith unless you know why you're doing what you're doing right you're not you're not going to work on it exactly that perception that faith has to be there and there is only uh, like 2 in 10 people they are aware that some um, somebody is there to support for breastfeeding yes most of us most of us for like now there are a lot of lactation counselors in india i would say but during like 7 years back when my daughter was born i had no idea that something called there is lactation support or somebody i thought gynec will help yeah you know and uh, it is very much needed to have your emotional support also that is what we give them more than teaching about them latching more than the positions and all that this that emotional support they are asking for yeah no the family is like like for the 9 10 months they are like the mother eat this do that do this mm. go walking come here we'll we are there for you once the baby is come the total focus goes on the baby yes the mother is left alone i felt this morning we come and we ask did the baby sleep we don't ask did you yeah. sleep did you sleep yeah and <laughs> right? how are you feeling yeah nobody asked that nobody asked that question so that itself like like brains them out you know that support is needed from the family definitely most definitely needed from the family or if like for example you said you involve fathers in it yes uh, similarly even i have that specific clause that you know you want to bring your husband bring your husband you want to bring your family bring your family into it because unless they know that all of this is possible because sometimes the possibility is not known that you know even without giving a bottle the baby can be breastfed when possible you know when when it suits your situation that is possible that can be done even when you have to go back to work if you decide you choose not to give the bottle to the baby you can try and give it later right it it, it works with me it worked and that was a personal choice so again with with somebody who can give you that advice and help you guide create a plan for yourself you can start with bottle earlier on also but when is the best time is day 2 the best time or day you know 6 weeks or 8 weeks later is the best time that has to be discussed the pros and cons of everything right and that's very important and like you said during my breastfeeding journey i wasn't aware of all these things and 
I got into this uh, because I had so many issues with my birth, with my lactation. I had sore nipples for a week after uh, breastfeeding my daughter, and I was like, okay, everything is all right. I was someone else. I was like, I had no doubt. I was like, tab acha ho raha hai. Meri my body has given birth. I will be able to feed my daughter, and I had cracked nipples so much so there was blood. And then I was asking everyone, my daughter, does she have teeth? So the classic question that every mother asks. Does she have? They are biting. They are biting. They are biting. Yeah, they are biting because it feels like that. I was like, everybody was like, no, that to nahi aate. Jaw strong honge. And then I happened to speak to my friend, the one I was speaking to you about, who had this problem for at least a month, and she told me, Divya, there's nothing with the teeth. There's nothing with the, all of this. Your latch is improper. Go and find out about this, and everything will be all right. And it took me two days, and all right, no pain. All joys. Pata bhi nahi padta na kab the baby has fed and uh, it, weaning the baby off was difficult because I had attachment and <laughs> uh, and she she had almost left my breast milk. It was only once a day that she was taking it. And mm. She she was okay. She was happy without it. And um, so I, I thought if she doesn't want it, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, It's okay because it is uh, like as the mother's choice. Even it is the baby's choice, right? We cannot say no, no, no. It is good for you. Come and have it for four years, Come five years. No, <laughs> they don't want to have it. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, she was distracted. And surprising, distracted. once they leave uh, again, when they want a porridge, I just want to tell this to you. Uh, when I had my son, so I delivered in Peru. So I was in South America that time. So I delivered in mm. Peru. So that time I had a very uh, gentle C-section. Uh, so everything was going calm with the music, wow. and my husband mm. was around, and my daughter also. She was outside the room, and uh, what happened? The baby came, and uh, the baby was like given to the breast, and the baby was having milk. So suddenly my daughter said, uh, "Can I have it?" I said, "Of course, come." But she had, you know, <laughs> she had no idea how to suck. She was like around four years. Yeah. She forgot. So like when you are born, nobody teaches you how to suck. Yes. Nobody does. The baby so. automatically picks it up. Yeah. The same thing, but when the baby has weaned off and I get to want to come back to the breast, they have no idea how to suck. Yes, <laughs> you know, I was like, I, I, I'm not able to teach her. How will I teach her? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, no, I, I cannot I teach you this, do. Baba. <laughs> I don't know. I can teach whatever you want. You tell me. I don't know how to teach. Yeah. This. <laughs> this is you not know, like some magic moments, you know, like. Baby come and your second baby is doing it the day one. He is able to suck, yeah. and your daughter who was already had for two three years is not able to do it. <laughs> you know, yeah. it was like oh my god! I think this is something like like something God's gift and some magic that is happening. Magic. Yeah, okay. all of magic. pregnancy and birth and lactation. When you start believing in it, it it is magic. It is magic. It is hard work. Yes, not saying that feeding your baby is not hard work. Either way. Any which way, postpartum is hard work. Whatever you choose, whatever plan you choose right. for yourself, it is hard work. Nothing is going to make it easier. Um, only time and your bonding, your relationship with the new Correct. person, with the new baby, will make it easy. The bond is not going to come the second you deliver. It is going to take yeah. time. It is very Absolutely. much normalized for the mother. So they feel guilty. I am not able to bond with my baby. It is okay. It is going to take some time. It is okay. Sometimes you really feel like. Oh no! I cannot bear the sound of the cry. It is okay. There should be someone to say it is okay to them. Yes. So when you say it is okay to them, they feel okay. It is okay. This it is a journey. It is going to settle down. So like, what are you saying? This this is your baby. You are not able to 
uh, carry the baby you're not able to bear mm-hmm. the sound of the baby the mother goes down again yeah. oh my god it's something is wrong low. with me there is something wrong with me i am not a good yes. mother i am not good in uh, taking care of the baby so yeah. many confusions comes na so mm-hmm. i think there is always a support at the back just to tap it is okay it is your choice <laughs> your choice yeah and that's when uh, education also helps you because it kind of gives you that that confidence and that knowledge also that i'm going to feel low and feeling low is also all right and yeah, i can pick okay. myself up not everybody every day we can be happy right we are also like a baby smooth on sleepless yes. nights again the body is back to its journey like coming back to normal mm-hmm. and everything you have like you want to sleep there is somebody ringing the bell want to see the baby yeah elaborate dinners and when the mother wants to sleep yeah so all of it adds to it happens i think um, family support is uh, really really important really really important for the mother to like always tap at the back we are there for you it is okay yes yes That's we are two there. words <laughs> So Sharada how did you decide to be a lactation counselor so I spoke about mine I had a problem and then I you know joined the course because I thought probably I want to do this um how did how was your breastfeeding journey you all, you've already spoken yeah. about it so where, how did you decide to be yeah. to join so, this so um when I my, for my first daughter I was in Vietnam so and then uh, we moved like when she was around 3 we, we moved to Peru then that time what happened uh, during my daughter's time i delivered her in i came back to india i delivered her here and my daughter had some issues in the initial days but uh, there was nothing with my breastfeeding she had some issues health issues so she was separated and i was separated uh, then at, after a week with god's grace she started feeding we didn't have any latch issues nothing she was going on fine so i didn't know like uh, okay there is something called breastfeeding issues going to be there so i had no idea on that Mm-hmm. and then we moved to peru and i had lot of good brazilian friends there and they were like very active mamas uh, you know there i met them in my daughter's uh, nursery school the play school and they used to have uh, meetups we have uh, infant massage classes and uh, there we don't have any help like what we get in india the way so it is yeah. like everybody they have to take care of their own kids so i had a friend uh, she her do- uh, son was in my daughter's class and she had a second baby you know and uh, we had a, a football match there that day and uh, on a very big bump she wrote it very beautifully her like uh, she was ready for the delivery you know and she was painting her bump she was painting her stomach and i was oh. like my god i was like uh, uh, first time i'm seeing all that and you know yeah. how it is i said oh my god how nice they are doing all this we we think only in india we have a longer journey of breastfeeding you no know? yeah. they like around 5 years 6 years they are feeding the baby so i have not mm. met lactation counselors but there were a lot of dollars there once uh, my friend delivered they immediately gave us skin to skin and she was taking care of the baby and all that and she came back home and she was asking me in india what kind of food you eat so i want to practice it here so that i will have good food. and she used to believe on all that uh, astrology and all that she follows little bit of indian thing also and uh, we were talking and she said uh, how is uh, the support system in india and we were just discussing about all that and said uh, oh, we go to the hospital and i come back and they, and i said i have no idea where there are doulas in india i had really no idea yeah. about it that time yeah uh, then she said uh, see without uh, educating yourself itself you are uh, giving me so many tips on this because you have mm. been with your daughter i was i was there with my daughter so i was giving her you do this 
and uh, you eat this and i we used to give her some free tips how we give no it's very easy yeah. to do so i yeah. was giving her all that and she said uh, why don't you take up some courses like this and i said me i said no 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 i am not going to take all this because i don't know i don't have the confidence to go in this situation yeah. then i think that is as i said some magic happened i said okay i am going to take up this course let's see how yeah. it works yeah. then i took up that course and uh, when i was doing my courses all i was like supporting them i said okay uh, i think i need to thank thank those mothers for just boosting me up and wow. uh, they also have a very nice thing when i delivered uh, that time it was like pandemic time you know mm. and uh, they also have a support system even because they are, they don't have families around they are all come for work and they are being there uh, like totally a mother to mother support i would say even for buying some clothes or buying some food or diet for everything they are there Yeah. that is how i thought okay let me do this yes and and you've been so far helping so many mothers in their breastfeeding journeys and i think it's something this. like i'm really grateful to god for that i think yeah. because i'm from an engineering background i never thought i will come into this senior <laughs> high five high five on that engineering background became a mother realized oh my god there is so much information that can help I hear you. <laughs> I think yeah. 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 I think that is how I came back here. I think Peru has given me a very big exposure on this um, right. education and uh, I'm really happy for that. I will I I will get back when Miss Arun is 18. He is in uh, Peru citizenship so I will get back there. Oh, <laughs> oh lovely. Yeah. To visit Machu Picchu I have to go there. <laughs> yeah. And go back to those friends and meet meet Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. They are happy. Yeah. They are seeing the post, and they were like, they are really happy. They encouraged me a lot. Oh, you are doing so much things in India. We are really happy about it. I said, yeah, some support is there. As I said, support system always works. Yeah, that that sisterhood, that community of sisterhood is essential for each one of us. Each one of us, outside the support system we have, where there is no judgment, where we are accepted just the way we are. That that's so crucial, and that can be found in. you can find your own if you if you don't have that you can find your own support team like i always say you can create that own team for your birth for your pregnancy experience because that is when you realize you need it so much more of course it's not for the mother alone they were for us also just imagine our work you know our work setup like you have a the births uh, like a supportive system outside your group or you have some members helping you out so that if anybody is in need of help you can just guide them there exactly right i think that support system to each other and guiding the mother to the right place is the best thing that we can do yes that's that's true so before we kind of wrap up this session which has been so insightful it's already an hour we are i think <laughs> we can talk for a day about it right yeah we we can talk throughout about this we would have so many stories to of tell course, of course yeah and it's okay sometimes we find relief in when the sorrows are resonated we find relief in right. that too so it's important to speak about our sorrows too not just our success stories right so right it's important to be on that side too so before we kind of wrap this up this is highly informational and kind of you know the session where you can connect to those stories and realize where is it that um, education lies and how it can help you is there something else sharda you'd like to add to this conversation before we kind of leave Uh, 
Um, I would really like if anybody is listening, like the medical part. I'm talking mm. about the medical part or any uh, the health uh, department sectors who are listening. I would request them, like if you give us an opportunity to work with the mothers as a kind of internships or any, uh, like make everything a proper structure for us. We are educated ourselves. From a heart, we want to educate the mothers. From a heart, we want to help the mothers. work with the mothers work with the baby for them to have a very beautiful journey in breastfeeding exactly. we are just requesting good structure to be given there i think that would be really really helpful for us because uh, there are like lot of counselors who are not uh, practicing it because of these issues yeah so you should be this should be the first line of care it should be a part of your care that you getting from the hospitals if you're going yes. to the hospital it should be a part of your care package that you it's essential for you to get educated right and we yes, also the mother can ask the hospital setup you can ask i need a birth help i need someone for lactation also yes 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 and a lot of mothers who come to us second time mothers know the importance of this because they've gone through this yes, a lot of the right. times as first time mothers we do not know we feel that you know this can be worked this is natural this is normal yes all of this is all right but the the kind of environment we are living in today it is filled with a lot of emotional changes information that may not be well suited for you it worked for someone else may not be right theoretically by evidence by science it may not be right and may not work for you as well so it's important to have that first line of care in the hospitals in the center that you are in and for that to happen uh, you know a lot of lactation consultants and counselors need to be a part of the system and how does that become how do we inc- increase that workforce so we have independently done it and you know you you serve two hospitals and similarly we need a good force of these these specialized areas that help mothers to reduce their problems increase the well-being of the mothers as is given by who and unicef all these organizations are saying it day in and day out so we need to have that structure like you're saying sharda uh, that structure where it becomes a part of the uh, right. system that it's needed it's necessary and it should be there um so yeah so that that's that's very important and thank you so much sharda for taking out the time and yeah thank you divya and at last as it's a breastfeeding week let's tell the mothers educate yourself during the pregnancy and the initial days you need to keep an eye on the latching the baby's uh, urine output <laughs> and then the secretion once the baby is with you skin to skin the em- baby empties the breast automatically the breastfeeding is established and keep in mind it is a journey it is not an one or two day work so go if you need a support please be open to it there are a lot of support groups so if you don't want to go and to a particular person and talk about it there are groups yes support groups you get, online you get you have a forum you have an online forum you get help from them there are a lot of uh, free forums also mm-hmm. so you go and reach out there for help you can talk to them Yeah so these things i think uh, once it is done so next year breastfeeding week we are going to have lot of mothers like happy mothers happy mothers <laughs> yes i think this should really help them out absolutely mothers who know that breastfeeding should not be painful and if it looks like it I, if it feels that something is wrong then go out reach out ask people for- yes 
and reach out to those support groups like you said um and, and to persons and to people wherever you find your support system go reach out you can even write to us if you want to find someone in some other part yeah. of the, you know country i can always you know with people like sharada and all the experts that have been on the podcast refer you to people who may be helpful to you right thank you i would end the episode by being crisp and clear breastfeeding journey should not be painful and only education and support can help you tada next up on the pregnancy series is the role of family and partner in breastfeeding support the second part of our doula stories episode with doula kisha is also scheduled love always stay tuned